Welcome. This is Talking Joy, creating joy, inner peace, and authentic connections. My name is Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and I am founder of lifestyle brand Talking Joy. As a certified spiritual director, I have been leading groups with the power of words, the strength of positivity, and the gift of joy. During our time together, our focus will be on simple spiritual practices that can be applied to your everyday life with the wisdom and support of others. Talking Joy. Talk. I would focus in on spring today because, uh, you know, most of the country has been experiencing a tough winter and, and at least here in the Northeast in the last week, you know, we've really had this great taste of spring. I mean, if you guys found that you're just like, you can't talk right now, you're all on mute, but we've all been, I've seen people, we've all been outside and uh, the spring's just a favorite time of year for me. Um, it's a season of an awakening and new life, um, new beginnings, you know, it's like a rebirth um, and it's a transition time. Sometimes, um, you know, during the changing of the seasons, um, there can be this ongoing transformation of ourselves. And that's sort of the invitation today. So often I talk about reading something and, and for you to, to practice Lectio Divina, or some people call it Lexio. Um, and that's listening for a word or a phrase or something that jumps out at you. Um, so I'm just going to invite you guys to just sit back and listen. And if you're listening to the podcast and you're out for a walk, you know, just take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and just listen to these words and listen to um, how this might be talking to you. Um, and often uh, think of spring, we think of new life. Um, and this song, this is called the seed song. Um, and it says, I am a seed, so small, so dry, lifted in the hand of the silent sower, into the earth I fearfully fall, and darkness covers me, silence surrounds me. The terror of my heart is the only sound to keep me company, and all that is me huddles together, trying desperately not to surrender any part of the self. Why was I planted, I cry out. Why am I here, I entreat. Take me out into the light. I cannot bear this deathly dark. I weary, I weaken, and the days become long, and I can no longer fight. I surrender in this lonely place of waiting. Quietly, I sense a penetrating warmth that surrounds me, and it fills me and blesses my pain. And in a moment of peacefulness, I forget my fear. I let go of myself, and suddenly the husk that holds me weakens and breaks. No, I scream, I am losing myself but it is too late, the husk has cracked and I cannot be contained. It is then that I sense a power deep inside of me, encouraging me, let go, let go, let go. It is an energy that pushes the husk until it falls away. And as it slips aside, my eyes behold color. Ah, can it be a tiny glimpse of green? How could that be, I marvel. There was never green in the heart of me, and yet it is here each day. It slowly stretches upwards to where the warm seems to be. It becomes less of a seed, and I'm losing myself. But the pain I once knew is lost in surprise. Something wonderful deep within my heart is greening and growing. Days go quickly now, and I become one with the small stem of life. Oh, the glorious moment when, ah, breath of spring fast fills my face and I move through the hard earth and taste the world which awaits me. From within my tender shoot comes a soft sound. I listen, I hear, it is a song of the sower. Oh, sower of seeds, did you always see the gift of green that was hiding in me? Oh, sower of seeds, how 
to praise the beauty within that I hid from my eyes. O sower of seeds, the husk has been broken. All praise to you for helping me open. Accept now my praise, my thankfulness too, for the seed you have sown and the gift you grew. May you, may you lead me to others who await your good word so the seed within them can awaken and be heard. And that is by Joyce Rupp. Um, and I love that poem about spring. So were you guys able to, to follow that easily? And were you able to follow along and, and, and feel that sort of that awakening of as we move from the dark months of winter into, you know, the promise of spring and vaccines and the hopefulness of, you know, seeing family and friends and I kind of like the uh, metamorphosis concept, mm -hmm. this idea of starting in fear and confusion, and then suddenly almost, um, you know, not for a specific reason, there's a moment of peace, and then this kind of relief and hope kind of fills that void and enables that change and kind of that, that idea of the, the husk breaking open and um, becoming the, um, you know, the, the growth, you know, enabling the growth that they'd always wanted to, to uh, feel. So I feel like that was really interesting. Um, I felt like it was almost like a roller coaster ride a little bit, kind of along with the seed, you know, starting in this dark place and then moving into the light, you know, moving from fear to peace and surrender. Yeah, and did you feel how relatable that is to so much that we've been going through, you know, through this darkness of COVID these past months? And Jennifer, what were you going to say? You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. And, you know, nobody knows how what, what's inside until it comes out of its cocoon. And I feel like we've been kind of stuck there for a while. And, you know, this winter was, I think, a little bit harsher than, our, uh, you know, any of the past winters we've had. Um, but knowing that, you know, it's, it's like a surprise. It's like, what, what's, what's going to, what, what's it going to look like? What's it going to be? But still, you know, being hopeful that, um, you know, well, if you know about a butterfly, I'm, I'm using that terminology, but, but, you know, it's, it's there, but again, you never know what's going to, what's going to come out and, um, and show you. And I feel like, you know, it's been a long winter and, you know, we've been, everyone's been going through so many different things um, that it's kind of exciting to, to know that, that we are all coming out of this and, you know, I think we'll all be better for it too. Yeah. I feel like it explained my whole personal journey with COVID, you know, with, from the beginning of lockdown and sort of that, you know, I know they're talking about winter to spring, but I feel like it was almost like there have been so many different, at least for me personally, different stages that I've been through in the last year. Um, you know, it's just been an interesting journey introspectively and, you know, just dynamics with people and family. I mean, I saw my father on Monday. For, I hugged him for the first time in a year. I've seen him once or twice, you know, once at a funeral and once in his backyard early on at a distance. But to be able to like touch someone that you haven't touched, it was really it's very emotional, like more like 
like almost like something deep within me bubbled up that this longing to connect with, with others, um, you know, even, even all of us, you know, Joanne's not here today, but when I was texting with her this morning, I was like, oh my gosh, I miss seeing you guys in person. And, you know, here we are still doing the zoom, but I do feel this sense of hope and that word that you use, Jennifer, that hope, you know, and the caterpillar gives us hope, you know, from darkness and this cocoon to this beautiful beauty. Um, and so I hope, you know, and, and pray that, that I am changed in for the better because of this and that, that all of us are, and that, um, you know, whatever was holding me back, you know, sort of like that, that image of that husk falling away that, you know, I will be more of my authentic self. Um, and I think that that's what I've always longed to be. I don't know about you guys, but you know, that's one of the things that I've aspired with doing spiritual practices is to be more of my, more of myself. Um, and I feel like I'm becoming that over the years more and more and less um, influenced by outside observations of me or, or my, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I mean, you get, number one, you can't listen to, I, I've heard so many times, you know, not everybody's going to like you and you can't let what other people say about you get to you at all because well, you know, and, and it takes someone strong too, I think, to not let that affect them either, because some people are affected by those things. And it's just trying to build up your own, uh, like immunity to other people's negativity. And that's kind of one thing I do miss too, is, is the physical touching of people. And, you know, thank God we have social media, well, not social media, but, but like Zoom conferences and FaceTime that we can at least see the people that mean things to us, you know, something to us, but I miss that. I miss that like light connection that I get when I see someone, you know, physically in person, I just feel like the transmittance of, of some kind of just, just positivity. Yeah. So I think that I know what, what you're saying intellectually. I get that. They know that I shouldn't worry about what other people think. And, you know, just because we kind of went down that road with that. But I need to feel it from like a humility for myself. Like I hear that word, you know, humble or humility, that humbleness of that I was created to be whoever I was meant to be in the world and to be okay with that. Um, and you know, it's interesting. I interviewed a Reiki practitioner yesterday and she talked about during her training that she would be on the first floor of a building in New York city. And somebody that they were working on would go up to the third floor of the building and they would work on their leg and then their shoulder and then, you know, their head. And the person would come down and say, well, first you worked on my leg, then you worked on my shoulder and then you worked on my head. And she was like, I was just so blown away by that. And we were talking about energy and how our energy still can touch one another, even though we're not physically touching. Um, and so I do think that there is a connection that we have when we're on social media that is invisible, but there's nothing quite like the human touch, which you're talking about. There's nothing quite like that light to light, you know, sort of um, being. So anybody else want to mention or talk about what maybe they heard or felt? Um, I missed it. <laughs> like I kicked out. <laughs> oh, I heard like the first two sentences and then my, I don't know, I was grabbing the dog and I think my internet was jumping from my house to like, you know, network or whatever. So 
Well, that's all right. I'm, you, you can listen to it when, when it when it airs. I'm going to I'm going to read a different one. This one's a little shorter, um, and just to just for comparison and see. Um, and for this one, really listen for a word or a phrase that jumps out. Listening to spring. This one is called, and it says, "How quietly the earth breeds forth new life. How eagerly the sun bleeds forth spring." I am listening. I am listening to the seeds breaking open, to the roots growing strong beneath the ground, to the green shoots rising up from winter wombs. I am listening to thorns blossoming, to barren branches laughing out new growth, to wildflowers dancing through the meadows. I am listening. I am listening to the forest filling up with song. I am listening to the earth filling up with life. I am listening to the trees filling up with leaves. I am listening to the sky with its many changing moods, to flashes of lightning, to pearls of thunder, to opening buds and greening grass. I am listening to the breaking forth of light in the, in the vestibule of dawn. I am listening to the freshness of the morning. I am listening. I am listening to the raindrops giving hope to thirsty gardens. I am listening to the orchids pregnant with new life. I am listening to the flowers bursting forth in rainbow colors. I am listening to the brook, to the song of happy waters. I'm listening to music rising up from the earth. And I am listening to spring soaring in on wings of life. I am listening to the sounds of spring. I am listening to the prayers pouring forth from feathered throats. And I am listening to prayers rising up from misty waters. I am listening to prayers of a meadow crowded with dawn. I am listening and I am listening to the growing in the garden of my heart. I am listening to my heart, singing songs of resurrection. I am listening to the colors of life. I am listening. I am listening to winter handing over to spring and I am listening to the poetry of spring. I am listening, I am listening. So what do you think about the contrast between the two and what maybe what word or phrase jumped out at you? I love the positivity in this one. All the imagery was really beautiful. And it was really interesting to think about listening to things that you don't typically think are making sound um, and being open to that. And that poetry, I feel like that word really resonated with me. The idea of kind of seeing the poetry in an everyday life and acknowledging that beauty. So I thought it was really um, uplifting. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, Blair, is that I interviewed a woman this week who, um, a young woman who's going to be on the podcast that she, uh, she takes sounds from nature and marries her voice with them. And so she's always listening to sounds. And she said that sometimes she'll just go out on a sound walk. And I was like, oh, I love that. Because wouldn't that be fun to do with your kids? Or if you're just out for a walk this spring, there's, I've noticed, and you probably all have, that the birds are sort of, there's an elevation of the sound of birds outside. Um, and to just go on a listening walk, and I think that'd be fun with your kids. And one of the examples she used is that they, she's out in Colorado and they just had a huge snow and the snow was so heavy on the trees that that sound the next day when the sun hit it of the like, you know, this, this heavy weighted snow, she was trying to record that. Um, and, but, but how often she was saying we live in such a visual world and to listen to spring as it awakens, I think is a spiritual gift and an offering for us. I love that that you just said, um, 
am I muted? No. Um, because every morning I get up, most mornings I get up really early. And the first thing we have to do is let the dog out. And um, I always notice that the birds are going nuts. Even in early March, they were just like, and I, and I felt that kind of mist in the air being like, yeah, spring's coming, spring's coming. And although I can't compare the two poems because I missed the first one, um, I, like Blair said, I love the positivity in this one. And it's so apropos right now, just because we are literally entering spring day by day. And it's, it's just incredible. I'm one of those people that like thinks that I love fall every year. And then I switch it to spring mm -hmm. because of this exact reason, waking up and being like, is it warm today? Is it nice? The birds are, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I'm not from Jersey and like never in my life that I think I'd end up in Jersey. I'm from the North shore of Chicago in a town called Glencoe and it's kind of just like summit though. And, um, but there's a reason why this is called the garden state. I mean, it is just so pretty in this state and I think it gets a bad rap and it's not realized. And I mean, we happen to be so lucky to live in a town where people care about gardening and the types of trees that flower here. It is just incredible. And I love driving and walking through and seeing like everyone's trees and shrubs and everything come to life. And I'm sure that's everywhere, but I just feel so fortunate to live in a place where I can take advantage of that every day um, and, and kind of see it come to life. So that's, the, I think the poem is so perfect. One of the gifts, Lindsay, of, from COVID, I believe, is that we have been offered this gift to reawaken ourselves to all of this you know, we've talked about this before, people are outside like never before, thank goodness, and reconnecting with nature and, and uh, people are gardening more than ever. I had more friends tell me that they have gardens in their backyard in a suburban, you know, we live what, 19 miles from New York City, um, from Manhattan. And, you know, we have, a lot of us have small yards, but people are back into gardening and reconnecting with the earth. And I, I feel like that that's a blessing to kind of get back into that rhythm of, of, uh, you know, of nature. How did it land on you, Jennifer? Um, well, I, you know, Blair's, um, uh, analysis of the, of the poem was, was perfectly put. Um, something besides, you know, it just, it was a good visual, um, because all those things I, I like noticing in the spring, but I also was kind of thinking the word prayers, um, in the, in the poem, listening to prayers and, and I'm sure so many people right now have been praying for a very long time, yeah. but, you know, it's sort of listening, listening to those prayers and, um, you know, counting your blessings too. You know, those are things that, that I think of. Um, I love, I do like the springtime because I do notice all the little buds coming up. And it, again, it, I, I, I'm going to go back to that word hope. You know, we know it's, it's going to be beautiful pretty soon with all the flowering trees and bushes and shrubs, um, which, you know, who doesn't like that? The only thing I don't look forward to and listening are all the blowers and the lawnmowers and everything that comes with all that too. So that's one thing I don't look forward to uh, once spring hits. Yeah, well, that's the big debate around here right now, the, uh, the lawn blowers. That's always bothered me too. It's interesting, like it's part of the, 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 the sound landscape for us. We almost have become conditioned to it, but not when you're trying to work from home now and record podcasts and things like that. 
Um, but I loved all of the metaphors in, in this. And I felt like it was so relatable to everything that we've been through. And I felt um, that that dark husk sort of that I have felt like that is hopeful as a person as I think I would like to be, that there's something about the end of winter and really just, you know, so excited for this bursting forth of spring. And um, I think the invitation today is to, to go on a listening walk, you know, take your kids, take your husband and just kind of shut everything down and try to not think so much about the visual world um, and then get outside and really enjoy it and notice, notice what it takes for something to grow. Um, you know, out of the earth and, you know, into the light. And, and then that's possible for us as human beings that we can also grow further into the light, you know, and that's the spiritual journey is this more awakening and awakening and being more grounded in who we are and who we're called to be in life um, and to be the best at, at that, that we can possibly be. Um, so I really, uh, you know, enjoyed both of these poems. I've had them for a long time. And, you know, if you've come to my groups, you know, maybe you've heard these before in the past, but I always like repetition anyway, because I'm never in the same place that I, things always land on me differently. So hopefully there's something in these that, that will take you today, you know, from, from this darkness that was maybe covering us in this COVID winter to um, bursting forth into, um, you know, this, uh, this world in which um, light and sunshine and, and all of the robins tap, tap, tapping. The, the Native Indians say that the, the, bird, the robins come. I don't know if you've noticed those all over your yard, but they say they tap, tap, tap. They're waking up the earth with their little feet and their beaks and preparing it for, for spring and, um, and hopefully for all of us too. So thanks for joining me today, guys. I love you and can't wait until we can, uh, we can be together in person soon. I'm Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and you have been listening to Talking Joy, talks that help you realize your value while creating authentic connections with others. For more information about our talk today or to get in touch, you can find us at talkingjoy.org. And to keep the encouragement going, you can also follow Talking Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Simple, joyful, fun. Thanks for listening. This is Talking Joy.